Welcome to Coffee You, the only podcast that provides weekly updates and expertise from farm to cup. We practice what we preach and we live what we teach. Let's start elevating your coffee knowledge with your instructors, me, Nathan Parvin, and Brad Haynes, proud president and vice president of Baba Java Coffee. Class is officially in session. Hello, coffee lovers, and welcome to another wonderful episode of Coffee You Grad School. Nice. We're so happy to have you here today. And yes, we are. As always, I'm Nathan Parvin, your host, the founder and owner of Baba Java Coffee. And as always, we have our vice president of operations, Brad Haynes. Welcome, Brad. Brad Haynes. And we have Joshua Parvin. That's me. Who does lots of different things for us. King of the nerds. You international say that every program. time. I think you're king of the nerds. Nerds. Okay. We'll be doing today. Today, we're going to learn how to start a cafe. So we, we've talked in general about general principles, and now we're going to talk about some specific things, specific types of businesses through the coffee filter. Coffee filter. Through the coffee filter. Did you say that we're going to be discussing the brick and mortar of the cafe yes a brick and mortar or hardy har or <laughs> siding that or was i know that was super punny very punny okay <laughs> or a uh what a container that you transform into a cafe yeah or a we're not talking about mobile yet we'll talk about mobile later just anything that becomes a cafe if it becomes a cafe that's what we're going to talk a, about a we've, and we've tried actually a lot of those things <laughs> so yeah. we talked about it so. just a stationary location a cafe yeah so we want to start a, you want to start a cafe how do you do that well that's what we said a few years ago <laughs> and so yes. actually at first we were just going to as we've talked about we we were just going to roast and then Brad came back to the US and I was like we're starting a cafe cuz that boy knows Let's what do he's it. doing so we, so, start, we thought. so we decided to start a cafe. Well, <laughs> then what? I want a cafe. There's lots of people that are dreaming and talking and no doubt they want a, to have a coffee shop and cool and hang out with people and drink coffee and yeah, talk cool. and hang out all day, which is really fun. It's awesome. But there's a lot more to it than that, obviously. Mm -hmm. How do you get to that point? Well, you have to know that you're going to start a cafe. So you decide you're going <laughs> to do it. You have the capital. You've got all the stuff. You, ha you have to have the plans. The, you know, we talked about that in some previous episodes. You have to have the capital. You have to have the plan. You have to have all of those things and planning. And then you have to find a place where you're going to actually have your cafe. Oh, yeah. So how do you decide where you're going to have a cafe? That's a great question. So first thing, I mean, we did was we wanted to find where the most people are. I mean, that's the very basics because you can't run a business without customers right <laughs> you got to find where people are that's right one. and so so you want you want to look at several things one traffic you you want to you want to be in a high traffic area where there's lots of people that come through there so just put one on the interstate right nope wrong <laughs> because it can't be where they can't stop as and we'll talk about that later we made a really big mistake uh when we were starting one cafe trying to start one cafe yeah and we'll talk about that later but you you got to have a, an area where there's lots of traffic but not people flying down the road right? because Accessible you want traffic. also visibility. Mm. Okay. You want people to be able to see where you are and be able to be interested 
and it's kind of a marketing ploy that you want them to see you and be interested and want to stop in and see what's going on. Mm. So you got to have tra- high traffic. You got to have visibility. You got to have, and this is a little controversial. You want to be able to have foot traffic of some kind. Okay. So not just traffic, but, but people can get in and out. So you want ease, ease of getting in and ease out. Of access. Ease of access. Ease of access. So people can come in and come out easily uh, and not be too, too inconvenient for them. That means you also need plenty of parking spaces too. If you're going to be in a place where be nice, where so so in some areas, like in in um, urban areas, you want you don't necessarily you're not going to have right spaces, right. but you want people to be able to walk mm. easily to to exactly. where you are. Yeah. So so that's in some places you don't necessarily have to have a lot of parking places if you're in the right place. So if you're in an urban area where there's lots of office buildings around or lots of residential around where people can walk walk to you. Um, you know, if you're right across from a large condominium complex or apartment building or something like that, then you don't and, necessarily have that parking. And this is where a um, typically real estate agents and property owners have that information. Right. Usually you can ask property owner, hey, do you have demographics for this area? Usually they will have it. And if they don't, a lot of times you can go to Chamber of Commerce in, in the area you're looking they'll have that information some of it's even uh, accessible online so this day and age there's really no reason not to have no you can always you can get population density maps from many 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 different places so just do your research find out where the people are you want to know where people are living say what and like what kind of people are yeah Yeah. is this in your in your demographic you know almost every business has has a particular demographic that they're trying to market to Um, the people you think are going to buy in general, your product more more than than others. Mm. Now, one experience I've had is having a cafe and near a college location. You're always packed. You know, generally, you want a larger space so that people can study and sit down. And that's kind of something you'll have to look through and decide, like how big the space is and how much seating you want. But that doesn't mean they always buy a lot of stuff. It, that's yeah. It's a good thing and a bad thing to have be near a college town because you want those college students to come in because you know they're not they're not thinking about their budget always. So they'll just come in <laughs> and buy. If you are in a place, for instance, we just opened a cafe in Montevallo. The University of Montevallo is right there, and we are part of their part of the Falcon Flex program. So we can the students at the university can can buy on their Falcon Flex card. Correct. Stuff from the cafe. Yeah. Items from the cafe. So if you're near a university, you want to be part of that program if they have a program. Right. Like yeah. Usually most of them um, do. Yeah. They they charge you more, so you have to you have to consider and factor that in, but but it's really a great program because they just come in and they just pay. It's just like a credit card, they just pay in. You know, it just takes it off of their their uh, points. It seems to me like it would be beneficial to have a if you're going to be near a college town or a high school or whatnot. It would be beneficial to have some kind of demographic of both. You're not always going to get the perfect demographic of both student and professionals coming in, but in order to have that divert more diverse demographic and people who will pay more for th- some things and some people who will just sit and use the internet. Unless you're like in a, a urban area that has a, a college, like right, in New yeah. York City or right. somewhere like there, some. Right where there's a college in a, uh, a city, then you can have that perfect demographic right, exactly. where you have the office buildings. Exactly, everybody. You have residential and you have, college, and you have university exactly. students and professors there. So you have to be careful when you're, when you're talking about students, though. Because students, even though they'll come in and they'll just pay, 
they come in and they pay for a, one coffee and they'll sit for hours and study and talk and things like that. So you have to be careful about that. Uh, when you're, when you're dealing with a, a cafe, those are some of the things that you need to need to talk about. All right. So I'm starting a cafe. I did my research. I know the, de the demographic, um, I found some different options where I want to, where I want to either build a building, set up a cafe in some kind of unique location, like a, like a, uh, a portable place, like we tried like a we, container, like a container or an airstream shipping container or something like that. Yep. Or, or you rent, uh, you lease a space from, from, uh, just a, just a, someone that owns the building. Most of the time people are going to be leasing a space from someone that owns a building. And that's what we decided we were going to do at first. We couldn't afford to buy, pay millions of dollars just to, to build a place build freestanding. <laughs> That'd be nice. We didn't have that much capital. Um, <laughs> If we did, we could have we could have leased and built lots of different right cafes right off the bat. But anyway, we didn't know what we we're doing, so so we didn't. We were, we so we decided to lease. We were going to find a place to lease. So we started looking. We knew that the area that we wanted to be in, we wanted to be in the Hoover area, which is a, a kind of a suburban area of uh, of uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Mm -hmm. So residential, young professionals, but also near enough to some colleges where we kind of have a good mix of both. Churches nearby, mm -hmm. so and, uh, and other and, uh, restaurants nearby too. That rest, yeah, other restaurants. So it was on a we did. So we looked. We were only looking like in in places where there's some main and and like in most cities, there's main roads that that are kind of past past the roads to get you wherever you want to go in that particular area. So in in Birmingham, you have the interstate roads, which you can't build a. a Anything on the interstate roads, obviously. And then you have some of the major old highways, Highway 31, 280, things like that. And, and every every city is going to have roads like that. Yeah. So what you want to do is be close to those main roads. And that's where most of the shopping centers and things like that usually are located because yeah. just marketing-wise, you want to be where the high-traffic area is, where people can get there uh, in and out easily, but not, not in a place where – there's a, a a mountain hill that people are coming down, like we did one time. We <laughs> we we started a a it was a an airstream. So a local business was selling an airstream that they had used to sell popsicles. So they 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 sold it to us, and so we were going to set it up in this in this parking lot of another of another business mm -hmm. on this really busy road called Highway 280 in Birmingham. So so we set it up. First of all. Well, we didn't, the Airstream is still being built out, so we didn't have it. So we took our, right. we took this cart that we had purchased and a um, portable espresso machine. And we were going to set up outside with a sign up near the road showing people that we were there. And we got there at 6 a.m., I think. Yeah, we got there yeah, early. early. We thought we'd, we'd start selling and at 6.30 I or so. I think the temperature was Well, it was 20, in winter. It was 25 degrees. It was oh so gosh, cold. Oh, gosh, it was so cold. I mean, cold. we like, were freezing cold. <laughs> we had hot hands in our gloves yeah. and stuff. This was like January of 19, I think. I think, I think it was just it was just us that time. Yeah, so we it was just us three. Other just, employees. Yeah, it, was it, just it literally three. was just us three. Yeah. There weren't other employees that we, we put out there for frigid conditions. For like three hours and had maybe five customers. Or oh something my goodness! Like that. Yeah, that. so it definitely wasn't it was worth it. At least it was all salary. Well, Joshua was hourly at the time, but right now we're just. You didn't care. You well, just, I didn't, I don't just put me on wherever. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's my son. I can just put him whatever. That's right. So anyway, so we did that. We didn't make. But you know, that's business. a good example of 
we thought that maybe this would be a good opportunity. Right. It was a high traffic area. High traffic area. It was. It really was easy, easy in and out. It was. Um, in theory. Yeah. Because there was a, I mean, there was a, there was a turn in. It was, mm -hmm. it was right there on the major road. There's other businesses around, but there's a, there's a hill. A mountain. A mountain. The, the speed limit is 55. The, there's a the mountain where people it. fly down from yep. another, another suburban area a yep. little further out. So people come down the mountain and they're just flying and they're not looking to buy coffee. Yeah. They're no. looking to get the heck down to right. it. It's like a, it's more of a commuter road. Yeah. At that time. It's that time of least. day. Yeah. Yeah. So people don't really want to stop or anything. But yeah. So we did it a few more times. We didn't ever make really any money. So we decided that wasn't the Thankfully, best. we didn't yeah. continue with that. Yeah. We no. didn't sign a lease or anything. Uh, we talked to the people about it and um, it just wasn't going to be yeah. worth it because uh, we weren't doing any business at right. all. So we decided we still got their stream and we used it for other things, but we never really, uh, we didn't set up a business there. So, so even though you're in a high traffic area does not necessarily mean it's a, it's the right, right. place to be because in theory, there was a place ease, ease of in and out. It was convenient in theory, but as right down at the bottom of the hill there, people are flying and trying to get right. to where they're getting to go to yeah. and not thinking about, I'm going to stop and get some coffee. Right. Right. Fun Even fact, if we did marketing, we wouldn't, it wouldn't have Right. Worked. Yeah. Fun fact, I actually worked in the business that had sold popsicles out of the Airstream <laughs> that we <laughs> did. Didn't you? That was my first job in high school. And yeah. then we bought the Airstream for coffee. So yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys. They did. They've done a good job. Okay, so learn from our mistakes. Don't build right at the at the bottom no, of, a, of a hill on a really not. busy road where definitely people not. are trying to get to work at six thirty in the morning. Okay, so you have to think about where you're going to be. So we decided when we opened our first cafe, the area. So we were looking at different locations all over the area that we wanted to be in in the city of Hoover. And we looked at this one particular large shopping center that has lots of different businesses, lots of levels. There's like several different levels. There's different roads and parking lots all through it. And it's a very, very large Movie theaters there. Movie theaters there. Uh, we thought it would be really yeah. good because there's a movie theater there. Yeah. So we looked at this this area and Panera Bread had a, had a, a, a what is it called? A bake? What is it? Ah, they're a restaurant. A restaurant. I mean, yeah. Restaurant, bakery, bakery place. Whatever. And they had a big one. It was big. It was like. I don't know, thousands yes. of square feet. It was really big. And so we looked at it. They they moved to another location. That that was key number one. Yeah, that a that's big chain. number one. <laughs> if a big chain that's really well known doesn't do well there, you shouldn't look at it. So we, exactly. looked, we looked there. We really considered the rent was a little higher because it was just a large, lot, lots of square feet than we wanted to pay. But then our real estate guy said, listen, you got to look at, look at it like this. Why did Panera not do, do well? There? Exactly. Because it was kind of on the lower level. It's in a hole. So if you're a business and you're in a hole where you don't have visibility, people aren't going to go there. Exactly. No matter if you're the greatest restaurant in the world, Panera Bread is not the greatest restaurant in the world, but, <laughs> but they're really well, well known and well marketed. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it, it does well everywhere it goes. And they didn't do well there. So some, some small unknown coffee shop is not going to do well right. down there. So right. we decided, eh. so if you're in a hole, that's a real estate 101. <laughs> If you are are looking at commercial real estate and you're in a hole where there's no visibility, eh, don't don't go there. Well, it's just I, tough. And another factor was the the company, the real estate company, was not based in Birmingham. I mean, not, that's not always right. a factor, but for us, we wanted we felt like it was 
better to try to find right. a company that was local. Yeah, just get better service. Absolutely. At least ease of communication. Exactly. So just thinking about it like this. You're in a big company that has several layers to right. it where there's lots of different different layers of communication. Is it going to be easier if you have one guy that you go to or maybe, you know, three or four different people that you go to? And then sometimes it's a process to get them to do anything small. That's right. I mean, just remember, the, the landlord's responsible for the roof. They're responsible for the bones of the place. They're responsible most of the time for some of the utilities and some of some of the most most of the time for the, the trash bin that you have usually exactly. where you put yep. your refuse. And so if you got you gotta be able to have your trash taken out when it's supposed to. I mean, you have to, it's just a health department requires that. And it's just a, a health hazard not to have exactly. the, the yeah. trash. And uh, it's just done gross. Like it's supposed to. Yeah, it is gross. It, it smells yeah, bad. Yeah, exactly. And it, it brings in creatures and, yep. and you know, rodents. It's rodents and pests and things like that. So anyway, if it's hard for you to communicate, if the trash isn't done right, then, you know, it's going to be a problem. Yep. Or if you have one person, so the more local and the less lines of communication, the better that you have. So you have to think about who your landlord is too. That's another thing you have to think about. And this was a large corporation based out of Texas. And we were like, it's in a hole. It's really too much anyway, even though it was a really nice space and the, and the landlords are going to be in Texas hard to communicate with. It wasn't for us. So we decided to, to punt on that one. And we kept looking and we found a, found a place that was in in a high traffic location, ease in and out a fairly, fairly new building. So we didn't think we're going to have that many problems Landlord was local. There was, it just checked lots of boxes. So um, yeah, it was right going to be at least, at least was, again, it wasn't ideal just because it's in a, it's in a great, great location there. We were right next to other successful restaurants. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, so we decided to go ahead and say it was the, it was about 1600, uh, between 16, 1700 square feet. It was about the so right size. So small to medium sized cafe. Kind of a medium, medium sized building. Not too big, not too small. Cause we were going to roast in there too. So we had to have at least a few hundred <laughs> square feet for the we roasting. We had way too much space in that first little roasting area. Oh gosh, that was so a complete but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, for what we were doing, it was perfect. So we decided that we were going to go ahead and sign the lease. We signed a five-year lease. It was, yeah, it was exactly what we needed at Great. the time. Yeah, exactly. I know one person. There's this one cafe I used to work at, and they built the cafe in this old like electrician's warehouse type of thing. So. In theory, it was really cool and such, but because it was so old, there were lots of problems. So I guess that's one thing to think through, too. If you get a cheaper lease with a more unique building, there's character, but you also have... But you're going to have problems because it's older. Problems. Yeah. It's older and such. Just so. like if you build a new house, you're going to have less like major structural right. problems. You're going to have other problems with new, new construction. But if you build an old house, you're probably going to have to be working on stuff all right. the time. It's just kind of one yep. of those things so that take, you have to... Yeah take into consideration. So what what is it going to be best for you? Well, that was good discussion. That's how you find a place. You're we're to the point where we're going to sign a lease or or start the find the right place for you. So that was a good discussion about how starting a cafe yeah. where we find a place that we're going to be. Next Thanks. we'll talk about after that like after starting that. construction. Yeah, rules we'll, we'll talk well we'll talk about the rules, we'll talk about a little bit more about demographics and then uh, actually getting to the nuts and bolts of of yep. building what you want. We'll talk about that starting. next time on Coffee U Grad School.